It's time for Green and Gold Insiders on Wisconsin's Afternoon News. Jason Wilde, the smartest football guy I know. Wilde and Tausch, ESPN Milwaukee, 9 to noon. What I love about Wilde is on the show they don't just talk football. And uh, Wilde, thanks for being with us. Let's start there. Craig Council, were you as shocked as everybody else when this broke a couple of hours ago? Well, first of all, you clearly don't know that many football guys. Second of all, you're I do. right. It's beautiful out. I'm walking the dogs, cleaning up poop. It's a beautiful thing. Thirdly, <laughs> I was I was definitely shocked. Uh, I was not expecting Craig Council to be managing the Chicago Cubs. I was expecting him to be managing the New York Mets or the Cleveland Guardians or the Houston Astros or someone else who was going to pay him a king's ransom. I didn't. Did not know the Cubs even had an opening, and that's because they didn't until they decided to hire him. We were all stunned, right? I mean, had the Cubs been rumored to be in the mix, let's say there was a managerial vacancy, maybe fans would have been able to warm up to the idea or at least brace for it. Uh, I feel like it it, it caught so many people off guard, Wildy, that we're all just sitting here like stunned with jaw on the floor. And I can only imagine what David Ross is feeling. Yeah, I, I don't envy him. I, I, it is interesting. I've, you know, obviously this is a huge story if you're in any way interested in sports in Wisconsin. And I've heard a myriad of opinions, uh, including greatest betrayal in Wisconsin sports history. Um, I gotta be honest. I haven't covered Brett Favre with the Vikings. Um, I, I don't know if I would be willing to go quite that far. That's interesting I, you mentioned that because, uh, John, you kind of disputed that point. I think, I think it is worse than you. that. I think it's worse than that. I, I think it's partly because there was a year in between, so Favre didn't leave here right to go, so that let the sting go out of things a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Craig Council said so many things about how important it was to be a brewer and what it meant, and his dad was here and all this, and then he chased the money. I, I, I feel like it's worse. So, I, I you know, look, I would be – I would be very eager to hear more of Craig's reasoning because, as I told you guys the other day when we were talking about this possibility, not of the Cubs, but of him not managing the Brewers, I said, you know, he's 53, I'm 51. We grew up on opposite sides of the greater Milwaukee Metroplex, but we grew up kind of the same, right? Going to County Stadium and rooting for Robin Yount and Gorman Thomas and Cecil Cooper and Ben Ogilvie, and I could impress you with my knowledge of the 1982 lineup, but I'll stop. To say this, you know, everyone there there are there there may be more to his reasoning than just quote unquote chasing the money. And and one of the reasons, until I hear differently from him, one of the reasons I would say the Favre thing is worse in my mind. And remember, I'm not a fan, so I don't react the same way as maybe others do. But when I when I look at the Favre thing, that was personal. And quite frankly, the only reason there was a year in between is because Ted Thompson refused to trade him directly to the Vikings. And in retrospect, I always thought, hey, if the Vikings were going to give you three first-round picks for Brett Favre, uh, and you knew he was going to end up there anyway, you should have just sent him there to begin with and gotten more than a third-round pick for him. But it really was personal for him, and I, I don't know enough about the situation to say, oh, this got personal for Craig. I, haven't, I, I don't know that, but... With Brett Favre, man, it was incredibly personal. And if you think back to all the stuff that went on 
during the summer of 2008, like him going on Greta Van Sustern and just trashing Ted Thompson on Greta Van Sustern of all places. And then Ted, to his credit, RIT, this is a guy who when Brett would have a good game for the Jets or the Vikings, he would still text him and tell him what, how well he played, and he was proud of him. And so I, I don't know how this is, is going to play out. I don't want to be at Ampham Field the first time the Cubs come to town next season. But I am, I am very eager to hear more about his reasoning and what may have factored in besides just money. Let's shift gears here to the game yesterday, Jason. I think we were all Please hoping to do. see signs of progress and <laughs> incremental growth from the Packers. Does that qualify? They kind of they closed the game out. I know the Rams weren't peak Rams. I get it. But still, they, they controlled a team that was down. They held them to three points. They scored 10 in the fourth to put a game away. Love had a great second half. Does this qualify as a growth step? No doubt it does, Greg. And, and look, I, I've been saying this for a while. Growth is not linear, and so it hasn't. There have been times during the last month where it did not look like they were growing much. But I'll give you a great example from our conversation with Lafleur today. He was talking about the touchdown that Musgrave had, and how he showed great patience to sell the blocking assignment before trickling out, and then obviously Jordan hits him for the touchdown after all the tomfoolery he does, faking one way, faking another way. And then there's Musgrave with one man to beat, and he does it. A couple weeks ago, Matt LaFleur is talking to us about a play in practice and how he pulled Luke Musgrave aside and said, look, man, you don't have to run this at 100 miles an hour. Run it at 90. And that there is different tempos and speeds that you do things in order to suck in a defender into tricking him or whatever else. And so the fact that Musgrave ran that route with the patience that he did, that's and I asked Matt this, that's the kind – of improvement and learning and growing that they are looking for from this team. And that's what they got on that play. Now there's going to be more mistakes from Luke Musgrave and everyone else. But yesterday, a lot of young guys did a lot of good things, and that definitely qualifies as progress. Uh, Including the secondary sort of adjusting to life without one of their starters and leaders in Rasul Douglas. Again, it maybe looks a little different if the Rams have their starting quarterback, but Better than the alternative, Will D. Like they stood tall against a couple of good receivers anyway. So, again, I think, I think the defense deserves a, a bit of credit for not even allowing the Rams to get traction. Yeah, they do, but I, I will say uh, it's a lot easier to stop Cooper Cup and Puka Nakua when it's Brett Rippon. I mean, they would have had a better chance bringing his uncle Mark Rippon out of retirement, and he's like 60-some years old. Very so possible. That's it was true. Not, it was not good. It, I mean, Brett Rippon was not good, and that certainly helped. But you're right. You know, they had two young defensive linemen both make good plays. They obviously had Carrington Valentine break up three passes and not give up a completion. They had Anthony Johnson with the interception off the deflection from Jair. That was, that was a great day for a bunch of young guys to have a great day, and and now the challenge is, and this is the other thing I talked to Lafleur about today, is that you know there are times when you win a game on Sunday and you get victory Monday. There was no chance that this young team was getting a victory Monday today. They had too much work to do, and I think it's the right call. They've got more corrections to make just because they won and snapped the four-game losing streak. they got a long way to go still. ESPN Milwaukee's Jason Wilde. Jason, thanks for being with us, and thanks for uh, picking up after your dog drops a deuce in some stray neighbor's well, he, yard. He didn't say it was his dog's poop. He never said that. <laughs> You're a good man, Wilde. There's a story. 
There's a story to be told, but not right now. All right, guys. Take Fair care. enough. Be good. Fair enough. <laughs>